Welcome to Let's Talk It All. I'm Jeff with a sore throat. And I'm Anvil with not a sore throat. Hey. hey. Well, welcome all our wonderful listeners. A lot of cool things to talk about when it comes to President Donald Trump today. Well, we'll get into that. We'll get into that because... You know, I love President Trump. I really do. I really do. I do. He's a man. He's got him all fooled. He's... I got him all four. Oh, God. You're going liberal on me, aren't you? I'm not. Son I'm of not. A bitch. I, I <laughs> admire the man, I think. He, when it's all said and done, they look back and they realize how stupid they were. Yep. They're going to. You know what? Academy Award. You know what I was doing? I was an like, Academy Award. I was laying down in bed drinking tea before you shortly came, so I'm battling this, whatever this is. And I was watching the third and final debate between him and Hillary Clinton. And. Man, he's so funny. It's unbelievable. It's just wiping the floor with her, especially about abortion. You know, just, well, yeah, yeah, just wiping the floor with her. Well, that's... I mean, the Second people, Amendment, too. Well, and people can... I guess we talked about this. They, people have him pegged, labeled as a buffoon, as an idiot, as not knowledgeable, as, you know, needing a helmet in... A padded room. He, well, look, look, and he's not. He's look, not. He's unemployment, three point eight percent. Lowest has been in what forty-four years. Black unemployment lowest ever. Hispanic unemployment lowest ever. Women unemployment women unemployment in the United States, lowest it's ever been. Fact. These are all factual data from the Department of Labor. Um, the economy is growing at over three percent. First time in what twenty-four years it's been doing that. Home ownership is the highest it's ever been. Um, new business only uh, ownership and openings are new since highest ever been in the history of the United States. It's am- you, you can't sit there and tell me his cutting of regulations and his cutting of taxes did not lead to this. You simply cannot. You can't. I'm sorry. I'm not even like, I'm the libertarian guy. So a lot of the stuff that he actually ran on, I was kind of against, especially the abortion thing, but I'm anti-abortion now anyway. But the whole point being is you can't sit there from a liberal point of view and tell me that this isn't because of what his policies are. You can't. You, you simply can't. Okay. <laughs> well, and and again, he's he's getting stuff done. And it's all it's all behind the scenes. It's like you know, he's the Wizard of Oz. He's the man behind the curtain because yep. everyone's so preoccupied with. Well, let's start with the Russian investigation, and let's keep that going for the entire eighteen months he's been president. <laughs> and then, well, that's starting to die out. So let's 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 find the the porn star he was possibly having an affair with. He probably wasn't. Oh, I'm sure he's yeah, guilty yeah, of that. You know, he's guilty of that. Yeah. You know, and let's take let's that up for a while, and that'll be the freshness. So the freshness, I think now, the freshness now, then, is this whole thing about separating the kids at the border. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which Obama did in 2015. Well, and it, it started in Obama. Well, I think it started before then, if I saw some things. And again, God knows what's true, what's not true anymore on the on the internet, on the news. I actually found, I found a Newsweek story from 2015. I, I think unless you... That 2015, they gave the numbers, and I, I should have wrote down the numbers, but it was from 2015, that's when Obama was president, and they were documenting how many children were being separated from their families over the illegal border stuff. All right? So, you can't, no one can say this is Trump's fault. Not a single fucking person. You well, haven't done your homework fucking... Uh, well, it is, because he, he's enforcing the laws. Yeah, but the that's reason, his job. The reason, the reason this hasn't been an issue up to now is because... Our previous president wasn't enforcing the law. No, he did. Obama did enforce this law. That's what the Democrats don't want to talk about. Kinda. No, he did. Kinda. 2015, he most certainly did. He did. And the Democrats don't want anything to do with it. But the facts are there. It's all been written down. The numbers are there. You can't, you know, and what makes it any different? 
then if I commit a crime and Heather commits a crime and our children are separated from us here as American citizens, it happens all the time in America where families are broken see, apart over is, breaking the see, law. This is, see, this is there's been some been some memes on Facebook and they bring up the whole if you're you know if you're a citizen and you go to prison you go to jail they separate from families it's same it's that same thing because when you break those laws you're breaking the laws of men. These immigrants are trying to find a better life for themselves, trying to find some freedom from their oppressed governments. You, you These yeah. immigrants are following the law of God. And, um, the law of God. <laughs> the law of God, which supersedes the law of man. So to try to compare these, these, these wretched, tired, poor, wretched souls that are trying to find a better life and follow the laws of God versus us greedy Americans that break the law because we do and we're criminals. I don't like to make that comparison and, and sleep at night. Well, this is where they're going. Get the fuck out. Get the fuck out. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I've been in that kind of mood today. So that was a meme on, a meme, whatever they're called, on Facebook. And they had a woman, nice, cute little blonde in a jumpsuit behind bars, and about, you know, separated from her kids and stuff. So I did the whole law of man, law of God thing. <laughs> and I got I got to take her. I got to take her. Uh, I think his name was John something from somewhere, <laughs> wherever. And, uh, boy, he was all about that. And <laughs> what was I talking about? And if I really felt that it was the voice of God, I said, no, nah, I didn't say the voice of God. I said it was the law of God. You know, that I should just give up all my possessions and, you know, to the poor and things like that. And John wasn't John wasn't catching the drift. Even when I came out and said, God's greatest gift to me was sarcasm, and I used it as often as possible, John still wasn't catching the drift on the whole thing. So, yeah, I bet you being one of those. I mean, if there was a point on Facebook, I took the opposite point and just ran with it. So I've been in kind of that kind of mood today. Yeah. Because it's higher than crap out. It is higher than crap. Uh, what did you do about and, 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 and I'm miserable. So I might as well make other people feel my misery. What did you do on Father's Day? Uh, when was that? Sunday? Yeah. Oh, uh, Sunday. Um, there was no set plan. Uh, so I got home from work at the casino. And we jumped in the car with no set plan. Except we wanted to see there was a new distillery in Appalachian. Did you follow me on Facebook? Is that what you're asking? No. Okay. So I was in Appalachian too. That's what's funny. So I went to a distillery in Appalachian, and it's uh, it's fairly new, and they do uh, a nice little whiskey. Um, but we got there, and they're doing some kind of brunch thing, Father's Day. So uh, we weren't gonna do the brunch because it was it was, little, it was a little pricey. I mean, the food looked it was a little pricey. We thought. So we went up to the bar, and we they had like a, a flight of their whiskey. And Eliza had a big whiskey drinker, but she bought a flight for herself and a flight for me, which really didn't make a lot of sense, but whatever, she was going to try it. And uh, they say I drank mostly all of the two flights. Yeah. So at that point, I had been working all night, really hadn't eaten much, and now I had about <laughs> six, seven shots in me. So I'm like, you know what, we're going to spend the money and do the buffet and stay here and eat some food before we go anywhere else. So uh, the food was all right. It was catered by a local company, Endicott, and they do a good job with it. And uh, so we got there, got in the car, 
It was hot. It was hot Sunday. It was hot. Really hot Sunday. Like I used air conditioning. I never used air conditioning. I just put the windows yeah, up. Yeah, but, but it was it was even too hot for that. Like the air coming in was. Yeah, hot they made air. me put the air. Conditioning. It was like a like driving through a furnace was ridiculous. So we're in, we're in Bington. If you're familiar with Bington, you've got to go at least an hour in any direction to find something really to do. Either you go to Ithaca, you go out on my way, you go to Syracuse Way, you go down south towards Scranton and in that, that area. So we, we went and said, you know what, let's go up to Ithaca. Let's go to Ithaca. And we head up to Ithaca and I said, you know, pull it up on the pull it up on the uh, internet and see if they got anything going on in Ithaca. And sure enough, one of the wineries had a fiddle fiddler festival. Recording. Oh, oh, sorry, I have a new phone. Just got a new phone. And play. Sorry, play. So they had a fiddler festival, so we went up to the winery and uh, hung out there and uh, sampled some wine and picked out a bottle that we liked and some cheese and got ourselves a seat outside and we listened to uh, two, three groups that predominantly use fiddles and things like that, Irish folk groups, and kind of spent the day up in Ithaca listening to the folk groups and the fiddles and. <laughs> And things like that. So that's what we did Father's Day. We got home and uh just about it. It, was, it was a full day. We had got home. I was tired. It was starting to get starting to set in the hand hang sleep since almost twenty four hours before. So you know, but uh, that's what we did Father's Day. Well we um we went and bought a trailer. I found a youth trailer. Did you find the right size or Perch, yeah, it's 14, triple stack the no, it's uh, four, no I don't do anymore. It's uh, fourteen feet long, so it fits everything perfectly. Um is it self-loading? No, no, no. Okay. I wanted a grand for it. I found down to 700 bucks. You're such a Jew. Yeah. You know me. I know. Yeah, so uh, the one percenters. <laughs> Trust me, I saw this guy's house. He wasn't hurt for money. Now the rich stay rich. Yeah. So uh, got it back, and then we loaded up the four-wheelers, uh, fed the kids real quick and ourselves. We had some eggs and something else other made, and we... Uh, Cruised out to Vestal behind Lawyer's Doctor or Lawyer's Dental. Oh, unloaded yeah. there, went down to the creek, went all the way down to where the Ackwaken Creek meets the river. Mm-hmm. Went up that Ackwaken Creek and uh, we went swimming. Nice. Uh, places I used to go swimming when I was a kid. And uh, we enjoyed that. And then I took them further up in the South Ackwaken and then we came back and swam some more. And then, uh, then we went home. And we stopped at Walmart, grabbed all kinds of food to make. We were going to go out to eat, but I'm like, you know what? Let's just do this. You know, so we got all kinds of stuff. And uh, I started getting, we bought beer, which I hadn't drank in a long time. I got seriously trashed with Sam Adams <laughs> and uh, cooking. Um, and in that process, um, one of the guinea pigs um, was twitching and freaking out. They put ice bags on it and mm-hmm. shit and the ran, to the vet, you know, ran to the, <clears throat> the, 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 the pet store to get chemicals and shit for it. By the time they got back, I texted them, don't spend any money, it's dead. Um, so then we had a burial ceremony, and I was blisted out of my mind, but I did great. Connor was freaking out, crying, you know, his first death that he really experienced. So then we dug and did a burial service and roses and everything else. It was a really nice kind of little way. And flush? No. No, buried out of the yard. Okay. I got his own marker stone and everything. Um, so, uh, and then I went to bed, and that was... Already starting to get some sort of growth. No, yeah, it was a great fun. Yeah. I got a new phone and got a new phone. That's sweet. Yeah, and she wanted a new phone, yeah. so that's all good. Yes, that was Father's Day. I'm telling you, you're like, oh, I'm not really. I'm with um, stepfather. I don't think really have a stepfather's day. But all my kids are 
None of my mother won't. Well, that yeah, mine are mine. They're not. Well, yeah, I know that. Well, that's true. You're that too. Yeah. But I'm the only father they know, so I guess oh, that's, that's true. Why, you know. So yeah, Father's Day, which you know, I'm I'm glad I got celebrated this year because I think the way things are going, it'll probably eliminate that election next year. Right. There, there was a push this year to eliminate Father's Day. Yeah. Because oh, single fathers and fathers don't matter. Yeah. It's just no way men assert themselves over women. Yeah. So I mean, it really looks like fucking progresses. Yeah. So you know. Anyways, uh, earn that. Not much of on this week. Uh, getting, getting geared up. Literally getting geared up. I'm getting geared. Get geared up to go squatching. Squatching with you uh, Sunday into Monday or yep. whatever it's gonna be. Yep. So looking forward. To it. I'm actually excited thinking about it and excited about it. Getting geared up. Good time. It should be a good time. Um, yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna probably. Uh, do a show while we're up there. We're going to do a, a live remote yeah. that'll get played after the fact. Yeah. But we're going to have fun doing that and uh, we're going to see what we can see and look for structures and twisted trees and asterisk and tippy lintus and <laughs> rubbings that are too high up to be anything but a Sasquatch. Yeah, and uh, I'll be tenting. Just gonna be tenting. I don't do I don't do tents well. Yeah, like, I have I yeah, have advanced and age and two artificial hips that really don't allow me to crawl around on the ground unless I've been seriously injured prior to that point. Yeah. So either I will just kind of sack out in the chair by the campfire, or I will crawl into the the Denali and. Huddle up in the back. And yeah, I got to figure out listen, which way the seats work. Listen for the screams to know if we got a Sasquatch in the camp. <laughs> yeah. Ah, Jeffy's being torn apart. Um, yeah, so that uh, was a good time. Uh, we can bring some equipment with me and bring some my devices. And um, yeah, I was bring camera. I'm bringing, bringing my paranormal stuff. I, I was actually bringing up on the area we're going to be in. Uh, it's called Alpine. Is that yeah, the one town in yeah. Newfieldburg? Alpine, New York. And the other area is... We're going to be in a new bird. Well, I don't want to tell us the right where we're going to be. Right. Well. Not with us. I'd rather not do that. Um, uh, yeah. Please, <laughs> please do not come up and screw with us. Just forewarning, um, Jeff's idea of squatching, my idea of squatching might be different. Like, I kind of prepare for the negative side of squatching, like the West Coast squatches that eat people. So... You might get hurt if you come up and try to mess with us. Yeah, I'm packing too, so. Yeah. Um, we'll if, if there's a stronger word than packing, <laughs> that's what I'll be doing. But, but uh, yeah, messing with us probably will not be a good idea. So, uh, whatever. But I'm just saying, I've been re- I was reading up in the area, and it seems to be a hotbed of all kinds of paranormal activity. Um, you got the, the cryptids, Squatch and that thing, and... Uh, there's a cemetery nearby. Well, I don't know if it's nearby, but it's around that area. And they got all kinds of claims of ghosts and ghostly encounters. And oddly enough, there it's a UFO area, from what I'm reading. Yes, things. yes it is. So, we got kind of the trifecta of the paranormal. Um, get me up there. So, I'm going to bring a lot of the paranormal equipment with me. Uh, I will actually get a chance to really use the two trail cams I have and put those up. Um, 
I've got the night vision camera. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be, it'll be, it'll be fun. Well, we're going to we're probably, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll play it by ear. Or how we'll do the investigation thing. Uh, uh, we'll probably uh, leave camp at some point, okay. and uh, we will go to um, Alpine's uh, hot spot, if okay. you will, and uh, we'll drive along those moly old dirt roads. Um, unfortunately, we may not be able to pack when we do that. Um, yeah, we'll see, because, you know, the... Uh, Conservation officers show up, see us packed, and might think we're spotting for deer. Next thing you know, we're saying we're going to jail. You know what I'm saying? Too fully loaded. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will tell you, what I'm packing won't be considered deer hunting. <laughs> so it'll be, quite a leap. it'll be quite a leap. Although, although, in, in all fairness and disclosure, uh, the last couple years I did deer hunt, I did use this rifle. And... I had fun hunting with it, hey, but my uncle, but but my, my, but, but, my but my but my my fellow <laughs> hunters didn't see the humor in uh, using a semi-automatic Kalashnikov <laughs> out in the field. I had to buy. I actually had to buy a special five-round magazine, wow. which cost a small fortune because they're not common and they're not really easy to find. So I could have it out in the field as a hunting rifle. Wow! But that's a whole other story. But with the, the mothballs, load it up, clean it all up. Forgot how heavy that thing is. <laughs> but anyway, so, but we'll have pictures, we'll have broadcasts, we'll have tape recordings. All kinds of neat stuff. Yeah, we won't piss off the conservation people. Um, so yeah, it'll be a good time. It will be a good time. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Something, maybe a couple of adult beverages, maybe. <laughs> Well, towards the end, we'll towards, yeah, towards, yeah, towards, yeah, towards, yeah, 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 that's, that's what the, oh my god, we're only what, how many time, how much time is in? We're 20 minutes. 20 minutes. So, well, we have an hour and 40 minutes. Well, we, yeah, so, <laughs> Justin, tough shape, we made, right. we made um, to cut this one short. Uh, oh, guess what, Trump signed into law today, I watched it. Uh, no, um, well, he had... The head of Boeing. He had the head of McDonnell Douglas. He had the head of uh, oh. Martin. Oh, I did. A, I did see that. I yeah. I didn't connect the two, but I thought it was, I thought they were just rehashing. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. He had. So <laughs> we have established Starfleet. Yeah. Because, well, yeah basically. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. But they uh, he did establish Space he the Pentagon and uh, the Department of Defense to create another branch of armed forces called the Space Force. It will be on equal footing with the rest of the branches, so it has its own budget. Um, which pisses off the other branches because that means a bunch of are getting cut, cut a little bit. But I have mixed feelings about this. Uh, he went on to say we are going back to the moon. We are building a base on the moon. He was very straightforward. And then we're going to Mars. He was very, very straightforward. Um, he's not going to let Russia, China, he didn't name the European Space Agency, but he basically said, you know, others, meaning the European Space Agency, uh, beat us. Uh, to Mars. The American will be on Mars first, whether it be a private individual like Elon Musk, right. or if it will be uh, the Space Force slash NASA, whatever. He did elaborate how NASA would coordinate with the Space Force. Uh, he sped up a, uh, a new committee, or a revised committee with uh, Pence as the head of it, which I think was back in November or December, uh, the Space Council. Um, and he opened up another agency 
for regulations in space, how we do that. Some of the shit's like 40 years old, which is a good point. It needs to be cut. Um, all kinds of stuff's being changed for outer space play. Um, what I don't like about this is we signed a treaty with the rest of the world that we would not militarize space. This is back in the 50s. Um, to me, look at, and they're doing this for a reason. This isn't because we're worried about falling behind Russia or China. They're not even close. Um, they're doing this, I think, I think Trump knows. I think Trump understands what we could be considered as a threat out there. But to me, that's like tugging on Superman's cape. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I have mixed feelings about Starfleet. <laughs> I mean, if you if you have an alien race, at least one, there's probably 50 or 60 or maybe 200 at this point, God knows, visiting this planet, okay? And let's just say even one race is a million years older than you. That gives me a million years had jump in That's technology. Right. Technology. Yeah, I mean, so to me, putting up weapons in space with a space fleet, <coughs> a space force... I, to me, it's just like, you know, it's like, come on, motherfucker. You want to go? And we're going to get our asses handed to us backwards. I mean, I, to me, it's not a good idea. I don't know. So you think he's taunting E.T.? I, I, I think he's getting tell, some bad advice. Tell E.T. He's getting bad. We're going to build a bigger button. He's getting my fingers going to be on it. He's getting bad advice from whatever Majestic 12 is called today. The Magic 12. Whatever, whoever controls that information, the, the primary sub-government, whatever you want to call it. You're giving him bad, bad, bad advice. I think it's a bad idea. Um, now, speaking of uh, the, you remember the UFO sighting, the F-18 pilots and all yes, that shit, yes, and the infrared yes. cameras, and yes. well, that's been reconfirmed. Uh, okay, so you had the confirmation of what we saw. The video was released by the government, the Pentagon. You had the statements by the pilots themselves, but CNN accepted it, Fox accepted it. Fox was the first one to run with it, by the way. All right, so it's basically out there, but people are still like, "Oh, it's bullshit." Right? It turns out they released the documents from the two two aircraft carrier battle groups that tracked this thing for two weeks. This thing was playing cat and mouse for two weeks with two aircraft carrier battle groups. It was stalking them for two weeks. They released the radar tapes. They released all kinds of shit. I mean, it's a it's not like a little bit of evidence now for the military. It is a overwhelming yes, unidentified object for somewhere else that we can't explain. Fact. That's what happened. It's it's an avalanche of evidence at this point. An avalanche. And it begs the question of... The pilots went on record a while ago about this incident. Okay? Maybe eight or nine years ago. Okay? Mm-hmm. Fox all of a sudden had them on. You, someone has to start questioning, A, who called up from Fox and told them about the story and made it happen like yeah. that? And how did Fox get the, you know, the video camera from the F-18s from the Pentagon like that? Someone should be asking these questions. And no one's asking those questions. I find that very, very odd. To me, they are purposely at this point, I'm going to call the group Majestic 12, purposely starting to release the information. Preparing people, that's what I think. And now we have the Space Force. So Trump sees this shit on Fox. He watches Fox. He's like, what the hell's going on here? He has a national security briefing over it. True. This has happened. Get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They started ducking questions when it came up the next day in the press conference. They said they were handling it. That's what they said about it. We're handling it. They know it's real. Trump is like, a week later, that's when he first brought up the Space, space Force. Space Force, yeah. It was a week after that. I know. I know. 
people connect the dots. Hello? Hello, McFly? Okay. That was my spiel. Nothing. <laughs> I, I, I can't argue with it. I can't argue against it. I can't. I, just too much crazy shit going on right now. Yeah. Just crazy. Crazy shit. Well, and you never know which way things can go. What's up and down. Down is up. Why, why is why is E.T. playing cat and mouse with us for two weeks? Yeah. I don't know. Or the, do they ever have a base somewhere near? Is it on the moon? Is it here on the planet someplace? Well, uh, the last episode is... of uh, South Park I saw, they had a base in Cartman's ass. Oh, well, they did. You know, um, I would at this point say, is there a chance that it's us? No, it's not us. Is, is there a chance that these are things that we've developed? And yeah. this is a way to start yeah. bringing it out and yeah. testing it against their military. So, if you had, and that's exactly what they if wanted. you had, no, not exactly what they wanted. No, that's exactly how they so, want people to think. Exactly so, if you get 40, 50 years ahead in technology, this is once you test it against the best military power on the planet. This is not just a 40 or 50 year leap in technology. This is hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, maybe millions of years of leaps in technology. But how do we know? We are, these craft, okay, can go from the light spectrum that you see to infrared where you can't see without an infrared spectrum, okay? These craft get tracked at 28,000 miles per hour in our atmosphere, okay? We can watch it. We watch our radar tip. We know what they're doing. And then they blink out. They disappear. They stop. You see them for a second and blink. Now, we don't know if they go into the direction. We don't know if they go into infrared mode. We don't know. We know from NASA, their infrared cameras, and I can show you videos over and over again from NASA's official website of these craft coming in from outer space and going into our atmosphere in the infrared mode. These are dish-shaped craft with blinking bulbs of some kind of you know, thing on top. You can obviously see that it's not man-made. These things are coming from outside our atmosphere. They're coming into the planet, and you see them leaving as well. Okay, this is not our technology. Okay. And but there are the big fear, and there's been big fears for forty to probably forty years now in the UF community. That's exactly what the deep state will try to do. The, the, the majestic twelve people that control this information, the, the, the portions of Lockheed Martin, McDonnell Douglas, that kind of thing. They control this portion of the information. Boeing, that kind of thing, is they would say slowly rolled out. Stage a fake alien invasion, okay? St I mean, seriously, this is I, the conspiracy I, theories I, are a mock. I, I bet they are. You know, but I bet they are. Say, hey, this is all along as we've been seeing. It's always been us, but it doesn't. That doesn't explain Roswell. That doesn't explain all the sightings in the late forties and the fifties and the sixties. It doesn't explain the abduction cases now that are worldwide in the millions. We're not talking a few thousand people now. You know, we're talking millions. The last Roper poll that was done on the abduction scenario, mm -hmm. in America alone, it was 6% of the population. I mean, I'm sorry, 4% of the population. I may be wrong. 4 or 6, I can't remember. Okay? You take that a worldwide phenomenon. How many people was that? That's hundreds of millions of people being abducted. It's crazy. That's an amount, incredible amount of people. Even if it's 1% or 2%, that's a, that's a crazy amount of people. Mm -hmm. Something major's going on. Done. Up major. Space flight. Space fucking Starfleet. Here we go. I'm just fucking Captain Kirk on his fucking know, way. You know. 
Never know. Never know. Well, I don't know. I just look at what I've said before. Is you don't spend a hundred billion dollars a year, which that's what we spend, mm -hmm. if not more, on black projects, right? And I have some serious fucking crazy shit. Oh, I think we got yeah. serious crazy. The former head of Lockheed Martin said this before he died. Quoted over and over again. Fact, he said it. He also taught classes, and he said, "Whatever you imagine that we can do, we can do it already." He was talking about the skunk works, blocking mm -hmm. We can already do it. We can go to that star. He right out and said and said that we had that technology. Lockheed Martin, people forget Lockheed Martin, four years ago came out and confirmed that they had a fusion, a fusion generator they were working on. And it worked. And it would fit the size of, the, of a, a, a small pickup truck. So it would be the size of a small pickup truck, this fusion generator, that could power millions of people. Where is that technology now? Where is it? They admitted they had it. It was all over the papers. They had the technology working. Where is it now? It would solve our energy needs. These people have some serious shit. We have craft around this world, no doubt about it. But compared to what's coming in here, no, we're not even close. My opinion. Okay. Bring it up. Yeah, bring it up. Well, what's the uh, next? Next the, 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 the guy from Blink. Look, when he too started up the big UFO thing, mm. he had the, the former head of like, what Lockheed Martin and Boeing is part of this group mm. and the head engineers of these. And he started his own look, he's releasing information. He actually got some of the best evidence out because he's got all these government contacts mm -hmm. on his board. And they're, and they're like, Yes, we've been working on UFOs. Yes, this is alien technology. Here it is. And they are helping him roll this out. But see, he wasn't given access to them by himself. This is what these people do. I, we're gonna. This is a great show. And I'm gonna tell you why it's a great show. Is I get to display people how this shit works. Okay, so back in the '80s, you had this guy called Robert Lazar that came forward. Okay, and he said he worked for the Department of Navy at Area 51, and he worked on UFOs. Do you remember the story? Vaguely. It blew up in the press. Okay. okay. He was not supposed to have that story. What they wanted was a guy named George Knapp. Okay, who broke the story with Robert Lazar? They wanted a different gentleman. Okay, uh, named. Hang on a minute. Who was uh, Lear from Learjet? Roger Lear. Okay. okay, is it Roger Lear? No, that's the uh, doctor. Uh, John Lear from Roger Jet. Uh, okay. His father or his grandfather started the Learjet company. Mm -hmm. Very famous. Uh, John Lear Jr. here uh, has more air certificates uh, for aircraft than anybody else in America. He's flown that many different aircraft, that many different certificates. Okay. Guy's a genius, right? But he's a big UFO buff. So they planted Robert Lazar, the Naval Intelligence, Majestic 12, whoever, Naval Intelligence actually runs Area 51. People don't know that, but that's a fact. Um, and it's documented as a fact, by the way. They planted him into uh, Area 51, so we can never tell anybody, blah, 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 UFOs. They showed him the UFOs. He, he saw inside of them. He knew there you know, there was little chairs. They weren't made for children to play in. He watched them float off the ground. He brought in to work on the propulsion system. Okay. Okay, so he's seen all this shit. First thing he does is he uh, he knows John Lear, and he's like, you're, you're not going on. So he tells John Lear, right? And John Lear's like, holy shit, man, you got to break the story. So... It was supposed to be John Lear going to uh, Knapp, George right. Knapp, okay, who's a big news guy now, and breaking the story. Because they knew they could discredit 
John Leader because he had already been in UFOs. Right. They could get the information out, but they knew they could discredit him at the same time. See, Robert Lazar was a different issue for him. He had a background. He was a scientist. It wasn't that much. He didn't know anything about UFOs. He wasn't part of the UFO community. Right. So that threw a monkey's wrench in everything. So then they had to destroy Robert Lazar. First thing they did, <laughs> this is not a thing. You can't make this stuff up. Apparently, Robert Lazar's wife was having an affair with the pilot he hired to train his wife how to fly planes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they told Robert, hey, look it, you know, just so you know, your wife is banging <laughs> the guy that you hired to train her to get her pilot's license. All right. So they fucked with his mind there. Yeah. Um, then what they did was a few years later, all right, as they're destroying his credibility, mm -hmm. his all his educational background disappeared. Poof. MIT. Never heard of him. Even though he's listed in their official uh, like phone book from that year. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. he's there. Now, no records on his, you know, ever going attending MIT gone. <laughs> Disappeared, right? Like, well, where's your proof? Well, you know, you work for the government. This is the media. The other media's after him now, you know. And uh, he produces his W-9. It's naval intelligence. Right there. Well, that, you know, that's not enough proof for him. I work for naval intelligence. They run. And then it's documented up. They run Area 51. Whatever. Okay. Destroying this guy. 1992. I'm sitting. I'm opening up my morning paper. 1992 now. Okay, I'm 17, maybe 18 years old. And I know all about Robert Lazar at this point. because The media had it for a while, and they let it go, and it became nothing. They realized he's a liar. All right, they destroyed his credibility. He never went to MIT. They can't find any records of him, even though he's in the phone book. That doesn't matter. Right. So I'm reading the paper, and in a little section on the third page, I cut it out. I have it in my house somewhere. This big, this article. Robert Lazar and wife uh, were uh, charged with running an illegal brothel. Right? So why why is this nobody named Robert Lazar in every single newspaper in 1992, okay, about running an illegal brothel? All he did was supply equipment, like some he sold electronics. He sold electronics to this illegal brothel. They charged him with running an illegal brothel. They're making this up in cahoots with the guy, right? Uh -huh. It was to destroy his name. It was in every single major newspaper, including the press of some Bolton. When have you ever seen a case of someone in another state running an illegal brothel showing up in the local newspaper here? Never, Never. ever, ever. It is obvious. I and mean, people don't, I can't understand how people don't see this. To me, it's clear as day. How can you not understand that they're destroying people? This is how they do it. They discredit you, they destroy you. Ron Paul talked about this on the presidential stage in the debates. He goes, this is how they work. And the media helps them because the media are idiots. They don't do their background checks. They don't do their research. They don't do anything. They just take, they get a phone call from somebody, a woman, newscaster, gives mm -hmm. a blowjob to a senator. He gives her information. It may be misinformation. She runs with that information. By the way, that really does happen. You want to know how some of these women get high and get the stories they get? They're sleeping with Congress and senators. That's what happens, and that's a fact. Um, and I'm not trying to discredit the media, but that's really what how it happens. And some of the information is good, some of it is bad. But regardless, it's a cesspool. You know, it's a cesspool in Washington. So, anyway, so this is what they do: destroy people. So they didn't have John Lear, so they, they you could already destroy him easy. So they had Robert Lazar, so they destroyed this guy. Mm -hmm. Okay? So come on. Now, 
the next guy, the next guy up on the stage, all right, is none other than the guy from Blink 182. Okay. Okay. Well-known singer, art, you know, platinum records, all that shit. He gets into it. And all of a sudden, he's got access to all these people that nobody else ever had access to. And they're jumping on board. Giving him information. He's releasing the information. They're going, you see, he's got a background. He was already interested in UFOs. He's got that background, so they know they can discredit him. They're getting the information out. They're planting the seed in people's minds. But at the same time, they can discredit the guy. And this is how they operate. You know, Bush, Clinton, and Obama. All at one time, they said, you know, I you know anything about UFOs. You know, if there's something, I don't know anything about it. You know, if I did something to know about it, Dick Cheney, I said, well, you know what? It's, cla- it's classified, so I couldn't talk about it anyway. Dick Cheney said that. All right. They know. I, for a long time, I felt for sure that Obama did nothing. I felt for sure that uh, most of the presidents know nothing since maybe uh, Bush Sr. I've retaken that back. They know. They all know. Trump definitely knows at this point. There's no doubt in my mind. Now, what they told him and how much of their truth they gave him, I don't know. But he's well aware at this point that we're not alone in the universe. I have no doubt in my mind. On top of that, um, you had... Uh, what's it not really a Gordon Cooper cut forward famous astronaut one of the men that walked on the moon you had uh, uh, Dr. Edward Mitchell right. one of the men six men to work on the moon uh, walk on the moon come forward yes these are alien craft he said that quote live TV he was on CNN he was on Fox he talked to them all told them all the same thing whether they wanted to hear it or not he told them yes and there's others out there and he was he was pointing to Buzz Alderman to finally come forward. He's trying to get Buzz to come forward. Because Buzz knows too. He's not an idiot. Buzz was there. He saw the crap. He's trying to get these guys to come forward. And I think they will eventually before they die. But the information's coming. It's coming. It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. I'm telling you. So they're planting it now. I think they're starting to push that out. I think they're trying to prepare people. That's what I think. What do you think? Hmm? So, yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> so, they're pushing it out just to discredit it later? No. What they do are we, is... Are we past that now? Are we, are, we at that, are we at that point in our ridiculous social evolution? They no longer need to discredit stuff because they have, we don't believe anything that's put out there anyway. They have hidden the truth and denied the truth for so long, a lot of people are going to look really fucking stupid. And they realize that. All right, and they lie to the American people outright over and over and over every year. Hmm. All right? They have to find some way to equate that. So their way is by releasing the information. And also, two ways. See, one, when you leak the information out there, people are going to believe it, but they're not going to believe it. Hmm. And let the media do the work for them. Right. You know, and that's what the media is doing. <laughs> you know, making jokes out of it and that kind of thing. And they stopped doing that. They pulled back from that. But before, it was always, <laughs> You know, so my question, and I go back to the Fox thing. Who called up Fox and Pentagon? Who gave Fox News all this information? Who gave Fox the, the pilots to get on? You know what I'm saying? Who authorized all this? Somebody made the phone call. It wasn't like this happened to be on there one day in, on Tucker. It just didn't happen right. that way. You know, a phone call was made, a very powerful phone call. So to me, this re- it's released. It's being released 
And you say, well, it's always been there. We didn't hide anything. It was leaked. Mm-hmm. You know, for different security reasons, we had to, you know, keep our mouth shut. But we don't lie. And this is how they, I think this is how they're going to do it. You know, they're, 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 there's no, like, there's like, people say it's a cosmic conspiracy. There's no cosmic conspiracy. All the information's there. And at the same time, they put out a ton of bogus information. You know, the aliens are pleadings and they're here for our spiritual guide. You know, that kind of shit. You know, you'll see that shit float out from the UFO community. And then you'll see these guys that, oh, there's one guy here. He's nuts. He, uh, and he's got people, he's a con man. And uh, he claims he, he worked at Area 51 and um, he, he was the main communicator with the aliens. And, you know, the guy is full bullshit. I mean, he's a bullshit artist. And these stupid UFO guys, communities that host these UFO events, pay this son of a bitch like thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars to show up and give you know a two-hour lecture. And people then the people there actually pay to see him on top of it and buy his shit, his books and his videos. And there's a ton of them out in the community. I think I don't know if it was me and you talked about it or me and Steve from Let's Talk Ghosts, but there are a ton. I'm sure in the, in the ghost community, from what Steve told me. And in the par- in, in the paranormal community, uh-huh. in the Sasquatch community, and in the UFO community, it's probably the worst by far of con artists. Oh yeah. And this float this shit out there, and it floats, and people buy it. They're so eager to believe, you know. I mean, they are so. In- this is where the media should be filling the role, their jobs of investigative reporting. You know, help. You know, you can't laugh everything off because it's not all bunk. All right, but let's get rid of the bunk, you know, and, and focus on what's real. And, but they do that on purpose. They want everything to be mucky and murky. So everything is distorted. Yes. 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 And you're right. There's a lot of, a lot of con out there, a lot of BS out there, a lot of people getting rich because people think they know something. But, again, I just, I look at the way we are, and I say we as, as a society, and I, I, I question if, depending on what else is going on in the news cycle, uh, if anything as significant as first contact will even Get more than 24 hours of yeah. news. Yeah, you know, uh, Trump is surprised with the fucking aliens. <laughs> the aliens influence the election. I mean, like, this is the kind of shit. I'm just going. saying, yeah, it's, there's, there's so much going on now that is probably important stuff. It's probably interesting stuff and significant, and we're focused on these kids and playpens. I call them playpens, too, by the way. People call them, they call them cages in the media, but if you have one in your own yard and you put your kid in it, it's called a playpen. What, what are the odds that that story breaks when the deep state is caught with their fake bullshit report they you know, just came out with about, you know, was there a conspiracy against Trump? There was obviously a conspiracy against Trump within the FBI. Oh. Any fucking idiot. Is, oh, yeah. I've, read, I've read eight pages of that report and I know oh, yeah. there was a fucking conspiracy against Trump. I mean, how, how, how stupid could you be? She's Chris Cuomo, how dumb are you? How dumb? See, you're, you're, you have the deep state investigating themselves. 
You have the people who are behind the conspiracy investigating themselves, their own agency. Duh, Chris Cuomo. Duh. Again, <laughs> I, I like Trump from the standpoint of what he's getting done, but I can't help but keep coming back to the question: How did he get elected? How did he get elected? I know we can say it was electoral college and it was the population centers across the country that really had the popular vote for Hillary, but the electoral votes meant that all this stuff. This guy should not have won. This guy should have won. He, he's being investigated. He's got this and that going. I, I just can't believe this government's been pulling the wool over our collective eyes. For decades on everything, yet somehow tr Trump slips through the cracks, and I just there's this there's this little ounce of gray matter in the back of my head that says something's not right with all of it, and either Trump is a unwitting pawn in this whole thing. He's the mastermind behind that. Well, he's trying to have a mastermind. That's what I'm saying. Dr. Jesus. But think about it. you got to ask that. How does, how, does this, how does that happen? How does that happen? Seriously. With the... I told you he was going to win. I told you. And I told you that too. I get that. But there's... I told psychics they were wrong and he was going to win. I got laughed at. I got laughed at by people. But... Why did he win? Yeah, who's, we've talked who's, about that. Who's, who's plan, whose play is it to have this guy in the White House for at least four years? No one plan. There's no plan. No, there's, no, 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 there's something. There's a bigger picture. There's a no. bigger picture. There's Jesse, bigger, actually, Jesse. There's a bigger picture. Nope. There is. Jesse Ventura actually talked about this. He wasn't supposed to be governor. Well, I get that. And yeah. he actually, no, no, I don't think I don't think he listened to me the last time I talked about this. When he actually won the governorship, he was called down to Washington. He was called to the CIA headquarters. It actually wasn't headquarters. I take that back. He was called to a place. We'll leave it at that in Washington, D.C. And uh, they escorted him in. It was the CIA. Or what he exposed, you know, thought was the CIA for sure. Uh, they took him to an underground facility. And there was, uh, I don't know, he said how many people there were. I'm, I'm going to say 20, there might have been more. Of these people in the room. And uh, they started asking questions. And they said, well, before I start asking questions, I want to know your names. He started pointing, I want to know your name. And they all gave him names, and he said, I'm sure they were fake. And he wanted to know why he was there. And they told him. They say, we did not see you coming. We don't know how you won. And they were trying. They couldn't figure out why there was, he was such an interest in them. It's basically because they, in their minds, know who's going to be the president or who's going to be a governor or who's going to be a senator. Okay? There is, and I, I think we're pretty well documented at this point, there is a separate government within the government. People who are bureaucrats who never get elected to office, you know that as well as I do. Who ones are making decisions? These people spend 30, 40 years in a government job. They are the people really running this country. Relationships are born. 
meetings are held. Meetings grow into committees, unofficial committees. Budget money's sent yeah. that way. Yeah. This is how that operates. Yeah. Okay. I get that. In Garden, Minnesota presidency. Kind of apples and oranges, but I get what you're saying. But the shadow government, this group of new, how, how can you and I see it coming? And that these people have been orchestrating the orchestra for decades. Because I'm a gifted person. Let's say you're But you, at this point, especially at this day and age, you look at any contingency and say, if that can possibly happen, we need to make sure it doesn't. And as soon as he beat the other Republicans for the nomination, someone should have been in full, full, if if the goal was not have him be president. There was enough time at that point, even though he got the nomination, anything could have happened between when he got the nomination and he got voted in the office. Either discredit or disappear this guy if they didn't want him in. Someone besides the American people wanted him in. And he's in there now. That's what I'm saying. There's a bigger picture. I really think that I... There's a bigger picture that no one's seen. I don't know. I... But do you understand what I'm saying? No, I understand where you're coming from. I just don't think it's quite that big of a picture. But that's okay. It's just your opinion. And that's all right. It's cool. You think it was There's another shoe that's going to drop, and we're, we're unaware of what that shoe is. Yeah, fucking aliens. <laughs> then it was aliens that portrayed him getting in. It could be. Who knows? I'm just... Know? Look, I per- my own personal feelings is this simple. <clears throat> I saw early on Okay, in the Republican primaries, where it was going, I saw very early on. I knew that Trump was in president. I knew Jeff. I could see, and I did too. No, no, and it wasn't because how he was on the stage. It wasn't anything like that. It was the sentiment in America overall. There was so many people out there pissed off about the economy, pissed about where the liberals were taking America, pissed about us bowing down the rest of the world all the time. Pissed about, you know, uh, our soldiers on Iranian bolt, or our Navy uh, mm-hmm. personnel on uh, Iranian bolts, and, you know, crying and shit like that, and us doing nothing. People saw that. They saw the weakness of America. They saw our completely failed policies around the world. People weren't stupid. They, they saw what was happening, you know, in their local communities. They saw... And, and from the Christian standpoint, they saw the assault on the Christian values. Mm-hmm. Whether you like them or not, there was an assault. There really was. That had to stop. There was enough people saying, this, this is getting out of control. This is not the America I remember. You know, this, why are we teaching different languages in schools, a primary yeah, language? I, I, I agree. That you know, was... That was the... It's huge. And it's going to happen again. I keep telling right now, you say I'm nuts. I, other people already told me I'm nuts because all of the, the media's after him so much. I fucked the media. They didn't do it. They fucked it up last time. Trump will be reelected. He's going I, to be reelected. There's no doubt. I didn't say you were nuts. Right, well, maybe I thought. I just said. 
I don't see who they're going to put against him, so yeah, I think there's a good chance. There's a great chance. He's going to be reelected. There ain't no chance about it. I'm telling you now. I'm making a prediction. I made a prediction before. He's going to be reelected. The rock short, he's bringing, uh, you know, North Korea, peace in North Korea. Look at that shit. I mean, like, and you were right. They won't give me credit, which I knew anyway. Well, they, you know, they're not. Yeah, they're yeah. not oh, he right. gave up too much. He gave up anything. He got everything. He got the remains. You know, the 38,000, you know, soldiers that are missing. They're looking for the remains. They got, he got that. He got them. There hasn't been a rocket launch in seven months. He got that. He got them taking down their nuclear uh, weapons, atomic uh, weapons facilities. He got that. They're like, oh, you didn't get anything. What do you mean? He got everything, you idiots. What what planet are you living on? What, oh. Anderson Cooper, you former CIA agent, what is wrong with you? Are you that much in the deep state of the CIA that you can't tell the truth at all anymore? You gay loving bastard, you can't tell. Nothing wrong being gay. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> I I agree. I agree. I he is. He's. Donald Trump, he does, this is what he does, this is what he does, he's big and he's, he's bold and he's brash and he's arrogant and he's a loud mouth and he says what he thinks and he does what he wants and, and I get it and I will tell you, you know, because Warren, you know, he made, he made fun of that handicapped reporter, yeah, and I look back at my life, I said, there was a time in my life I probably would have done the same thing, yeah. and if you... So you just look back in your life and say you've never made fun of anyone. You're full of shit. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's like, you know, oh, you know, oh, I've I've never said the N-word. I will guarantee you. In your mind. <laughs> you may not verbalize yeah. it, but you've either, you know. So, yeah, that was Trump's appeal. His appeal. And I wasn't just sick of the liberal. I was sick of all the government. Right. They're, they're all pieces of shit. I've yet to see anyone that really has my interest in mind. On stuff, but you know, it was like the options weren't that good. I wasn't happy with the the last few options. I, you know, it's you know, McCain was you know that's who we put up. Let me start on that. At least, at least Palin was something to look at. But why don't you look into McCain? If and if, uh, if everyone thinks he's a war hero, we went through this and you and I had a debate over it, but. Another testament of who John McCain really is, is look at his first wife. What happened to his first wife? Has anyone ever asked those questions? Is she paralyzed and then he divorced her? Is that what happened? He got paralyzed and he divorced her? Why, yes, Jeff, that's exactly what happened. That piece of shit, John McCain did that. Well, he did that. Yeah. No, he did do that. He did that. He's, he's, not, he's that. not a hero. He's he not that. a fucking hero. And it pisses me off. Because hey. there's true heroes yeah. out there and this guy's not one. I'm sorry, he's not. He's a piece of shit. I worked on his campaign. I know the guy's a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Right. So I'm just telling you, there hadn't been... They, they, they put up someone that was... It was his turn. It That's what his, it was. It was his turn. It was his That's turn. what it boils down to. No, it was John McCain. Oh, John, John McCain's turn. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, I get that. But as far as Trump, there was a guy up there talking like you and I would want to talk. Like if you and I were at yeah. that debate, it was another we would we probably would have said other things, yeah. but we probably would have said those things. We yeah. wouldn't care. We wouldn't care. We wouldn't care. care. And I've always said that. Like if I would ever become president, I wouldn't anticipate anything beyond four years. So I would just do whatever I could because I would do the things based on the fact that I don't care if I get reelected. I got four years to make a difference. This is what I'm going to do. 
So yeah, there was a guy up there saying the things we wanted to hear, saying things that we might even say ourselves. Yeah, this guy's going to get a lot, and I get that. But just because I get that, just because you get that. No, I know. I saw other people get it. I saw millions of people get it. Well, not I, my own eyes, but I could feel it. I could sense it. I knew people were getting it. It was done. I get it. I get it. I get it. I and just, very frankly, I, I, my, I still feel there's someone, quite frankly, someone pulling the strings yeah. at, a, at a higher level. Quite frankly, in all the posters and all their scientific data, my feelings were better than all your scientific data bullshit. Fuck you, posters. I was right, you were wrong. God, I want to say that. All right. Um, so, Donald Trump. Right. Uh, what else were we going to talk about? <clears throat> well, we, 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 I got. We got an hour. Which, yeah, we got an hour. We got an hour. Well, we did, uh, we did some alien shit. We did some alien shit. shit. We, we did the Space Force thing. Space Force. We did the hopping economy. It's fantastic. Uh, it's amazing. Um, to be a great wall at some point. You know, it'd be an awesome wall. Uh, you want the wall, I want the wall. Hillary no Clinton, wall. Hillary Clinton when sen- she was senator of New York, voted for the wall. Well, they all want the wall. Yeah. Once or another, they all want the wall. Yeah, but remember, Hillary Clinton actually uh, voted for the wall. She voted for that legislation when it passed, when she was senator of New York. It's one thing she actually did vote for. Um, yeah, they all want the wall. Now, none of them. Sure. Oh, what the hell are you talking about? Huh? What wall? What money? We don't have money. Money for a wall. That is a piece of shit needs to go. Chuck Schumer and he gets a big dirt bag. Yes. Yes. Oh, God. He's going to get it. <sighs> what? Did we talk about ATV shit? Did we talk about the registration fees? And I'm starting a campaign, folks, so you know there is a law or a, a bill. Oh, there's a fee for everything. Huh? There's a fee for everything. Yeah, well, no, there's a. Well, no, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> when uh, the ATV registration came up, in New York State, it's a law. You have to have your ATV registered. Okay, that's just the way it is. You have to have insurance, which is fine. Mm-hmm. Insurance companies can get back. They make money. Um, the state gets money off the registration. What the state was supposed to do with the money for the registrations, and it's in, a, it's in a fund. There's a fund out there. They've been using it for other things, but they were supposed to use that fund money. It's actually in the bill that they signed, put in the law, that they're going to build trails in the New York State forest for a few years. They have not built one. And this has been, what, 30, 35 years now. Okay. So... There's another bill in the state assembly waiting to be brought to the floor, and has been for almost five years, to finally make this happen. Okay, and of course the Democrats, the tree-hugging fucking Democrats, are blocking everything they can. Now, I'm starting writing my congressmen, my state congressmen, state senators, saying, hey, look, at I support this, my family supports this, the reason why, blah, 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 blah. Basically, what you're doing by taking that registration money and telling us it's one for one thing and use it for other things, that's theft. Okay, because you're lying to us. That's actual theft. Okay, that money is designed to go somewhere else as the bill states and use it for other things other than what it was designed for. So, and you know, Cuomo's one of the guys pushing back. Um, actually, when he was uh, district attorney in New York, he sued a local town in New York State that opened up its state, uh, its Local land, the state land, they opened it up to ATVs. Uh, mm-hmm. It was about for a month, and then the state sued, and they won. And the town had to shut down the access to the state park for ATV years. Um, the Tug Hill area of New York is a big ATV place. The roads are opened up for ATV years. 
Uh, there's a lot of private land that's that uh, allows you registered, you know, and uh, insured, and you buy a pass, you go know, right up there. Um, and it brings in a ton of tourism. You know, the state of Pennsylvania gets a ton of tourism because at state four, some of them are open up to ATV years. Okay, as long as you're registered again and insured. Mm-hmm. They bring in the hotels, uh, better breakfasts, uh, you know, hunting, all kinds of shit. You know, it brings in money for the local economies. This is what New York needs. Instead of job killing, taxes, that's all we know how to do in New York. There's no incentives here in New York to do anything. Oh, you know what else? What? I'm going to get off the subject. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm getting bored. I can tell. No, I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm listening. Okay. Uh, I went to that speakeasy downtown. Oh, yeah. yeah. How'd that go? What a fucking waste of time and effort. Stop. Oh, it was horrible. I find that hard to believe. No, it really was. I'm going to tell you what. Hard to believe. So, when you first enter, hard to believe. I'm dressed up. I, know. I have a suit on. I look like a million dollars, right? Heather's yeah. dressed up yeah. for yeah. got a lot of deaf people with us. We're having a good time. And the beginning is cool. You know, the stair, you know, you open up the bookcase and you go in and da 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 That's cool. We get to the bar, all right, and there's server girls working. There's one girl washing dishes. The bar is not overpacked. It's not jammed. But yeah. there's, enough, there's enough people there, you know. The bartender sees me, doesn't acknowledge me, which is fine. Okay, you never seen me before. I get that. Okay, you got guys that tip you well. I understand how that works. I'm a big tipper, so I get it. Ten minutes goes by. No one leaves us alone. Not a person says they go by us. They don't say hello. Yeah. Okay. Um, so you know, one of the deaf guys comes over me and starts signing. Hey, see if you can get us a table. And I yell. I'm signing to him. So I always talk when I you know, and it's loud, so I have to talk louder. I go table. I can't even get one to serve me a fucking drink, low on a fucking table. Well, they all hear this, right? And one girl runs over and tells the bartender, this little blonde lady, maybe in her 30s, uh, and uh, she looks at me and gives me a scowl. Right? Turns out she's the owner. Bartender. Oh. So. Little blonde girl? Yeah. Okay. Another five minutes goes by. Nothing. So we move down to the other end of the bar where we see she's serving people because the spot opens up. She finally, finally knows she can't ignore us anymore. Comes over with an attitude. Can I help you? I'm like, yeah, I'll take two waters, and I want a mixed drink. And I told her what I wanted. She goes, oh, we only do what's on the menu. She doesn't want to make mixed drinks. What kind of what kind of fucking idiot opens a fucking bar, and you're the fucking bartender, and you don't know how to make fucking mixed drinks? Are you fucking kidding me right now? So I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I'm like, all right, all right, all right. So Heather, whatever you want. Now, Heather's pissed at this point. She picks a $6 beer. She's like, this is fucking ridiculous. So we had more people come in, so we just couldn't leave. So more people come in, they're hearing, some are deaf, some are hearing. Yeah. The hearing people get there, and uh, they sit down, and she gives them an attitude too. I think because they're associated with me at this point. You know, <laughs> so they order two drinks, two drinks, $22 for two drinks. And they were weak. So we are like, we're getting the fuck out of here. So uh, we left, it was a horrible experience. We will never go again. I'm writing a, a terrible Yelp review about it. Nice. The owner is an idiot. If you can't make a mixed drink, don't open up a bar, lady. Okay, you just At you look don't like be a, behind the bar. Yeah, you look like a retard. Um, and maybe maybe the main bartender called out, but I found out later. No, she's the bartender most of the time. So it's not because like someone called out. Um, so yeah, it was a terrible experience. We'll never go back again. And I'm gonna highly recommend no one else go there either. Yeah. So we went to Irish Cabins after that, and we <laughs> stayed at three in the morning and closed the bar. 
We had a blast. They treated us well. We had a great time. We were doing shots. It was awesome. Best time ever. Irish Kevin's a great place. Riverside Drive. I think it's New York. Did New York? Actually, it might be in John Seaside. No, I think it's Pinkton, but whatever. Yeah, and then knowing to make a drink is ridiculous. It's because you either Google it. And I've worked in... Well, she didn't say she didn't know how. I've worked in... Oh. I should back up. She didn't say she didn't know how. She just said you have to order something off the menu, which may be pre-designed, meaning that she made a, a conscious business what the, decision. What the hell did you order? Huh? What did you order? A pina colada. Uh, they had it. I could see the stuff. We saw okay. the stuff on the shelf. Right. Not like they didn't have it. But and then someone wanted a a vodka and something else, a white Russian or some shit. They didn't, they didn't know how to do that either. So basically, she had certain drinks. The drinks you could order on the menu, and they were all expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, ten, fifteen, oh. twenty dollars. All right. That's how she was making her money. She was making her money off those drinks. And she wasn't going to diverge from that. She probably knew how to make drinks. She's not an idiot. She wasn't going to diverge from that. She knew she was going to take, you know, if she ordered a, a non-named drink, you, you're not going to charge $15 for that. You're going to charge, you know, 4 5 $6. She's not an idiot. It's a business decision. I get that. But at the same time, you just put that on the menu somewhere. You can only order what's on the drink list. You know what I'm saying? I mean, to me... I mean, I would make that plain you know, today. Yeah, you know, again, that sounds still sounds retarded, but yeah. okay. I mean, it's a business decision. But yeah, so this place, Speakeasy, is that yeah. the name of it? Speakeasy? No, it's it's an old-fashioned Speakeasy Club 209 or, I don't know what the fuck, 250, I don't know what that was called. I'm so pissed, I don't even care, I'll find it when I do it. Uh, I was I going to say before we get to the Oh, the ATV stuff. So, so this has been around for decades, this tax, this registration thing. Yeah. Does anyone have any idea how much money should be in the fund? Um, I haven't looked that far into it. And do you really think the money's there? It could be or could be. I have uh, contacted Senator Fred Ashakar, the state senator, not oh. federal, state. Oh. This is state stuff. Akshar. Akshar. And uh, he is a support. I'm pretty sure he's a supporter of the bill. He wrote me back. In his own email, it wasn't like you know, and uh, he said, "I'll keep that in mind." You know, it hits the floor. And I don't think he realizes I had to write it back and say, "No, Fred, here's the issue. It's not being brought to the floor by the Democrats. I need you to do something <laughs> to get it to the floor for a vote." You know. Well, See, my, my guess is the money's not there. No, I. I it could be. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't. There, I mean, I don't think the money's there. The no. last time I looked. Which was like literally, because this is when I was last time for women, was about 10 years ago. There was like $750,000 in, in the account. Does that even sound right? I have no idea. I'm just saying I knew what, at that time what there was. How much did you pay for your registration? Every year you pay uh, $15. $15. And you figure there's at least, at least 50000 in the state. At least. And that's probably way underrated by me. <clears throat> you figure, we have the second largest populated state, so there was a third. No, we're second. We're going next, I think. California has one. Yeah. There's no money in that account. <laughs> Anyways, there's no money in that account. Just just quick math. Well, I'm telling you, 750000 be two, two years, maybe three years worth of fees. Right. No, I'm not saying there's probably, there should, be, there should be millions, millions. Oh, that should be millions. Yeah, literally. Con, you know, compound interest and other bullshit. Yeah. 
so anyway. Anyways. Let's do a shot. Okay, let's do a shot. Tonight we are looking at Jim Beam Honey. Jim Beam Honey. It's a whiskey. Yes. It's yes. whiskey. And here is two. Oh, that burned a little to my throat. Mm. Yippee! Won't take care of any infection yet. Wow. Yeah, I will. Put that on my pecker. Well, it's going to work there, buddy. Let's take care of those bumps. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's got a bad case of bumpy dick. <laughs> Speed bumps, anyways. Oh, so yeah. So tonight we were I we I had actually got some stuff a Bermuda Triangle, as we talked a couple weeks about doing the Bermuda Triangle, and I found it in the recent hit because we I was watching some show, and they're talking about the Bermuda Triangle. Oh my God, there's something I haven't heard about since the seventies. A little bit in the 80s, but no one talked about the Bermuda Triangle. Idea what that is. Well, when I, was the last time we heard about the Bermuda Triangle? I don't look. I have a view on that whole thing. I, you're not gonna like it. Um, you don't believe it? No, I don't. It's a very large portion of the ocean. You know, of the Atlantic Ocean, right? Yeah, Atlantic. Yeah. Um, that uh, anything can happen. I mean, it's, it's huge. Fuck it. People don't realize how big the Bermuda Triangle is. It's a gigantic. I, I wrote down a square mile somewhere. About 100,000 square miles. Thank you. That's huge. A lot of shit's going to happen in that. A lot of shit. Just saying. You know, well, there's storms. There's pirates. You know, maybe. There's, you know, uh, lightning. There's waves. There's, you know, all kinds of shit. You know? So we lose a whole bomber squadron in there. Yeah. Shit happens. That's what that's the experience. Flight 19. That's, Flight 19. Flight 19, yeah, absolutely. That's the that's the that's the three we're going with. Shit happens. Well And and the search and rescue plan they sent out to find it. Yeah, Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. Shit happens. Well, you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There that's, are some well that's the explanation we're looking well, for. Uh, well there are uh <laughs> That's the <laughs> There are electromagnetic phenomena that phenomena that affect phenomena that do affect phenomena aeronautical phenomena. I can't keep talking. Phenomena. Anyway, yeah, there are electromagnetic phenomena that do affect aircraft. There is apparently it's it's one of the few places that magnetic. North and True North actually match up. Where the deviation between the two isn't as great as it is everywhere else. Yeah, else yeah. So the Bermuda Triangle goes from Miami to Bermuda to San Juan, Puerto Rico, and back to Miami. So it's approximately 500,000 square miles. Uh, and there's odd stuff that goes on. Odd stuff goes on all the time. Well, I'll tell you what's odd about it. This I'll agree with you. The stories that impress me the most aren't the missing planes, aren't the missing ships. The stories that impress me the most are the ships they find that are empty. Yes. Very, Those very are ones that so. freak me out. Because oh, nothing's yes. stolen, there's no signs of struggle, but people are just vanished. That is some freaky shit. That does impress me. 
So I would agree. And those reports. Sorry about the credit back, noise. It's me and my cough drops. Go back to the turn of the last century. 1908. 1908. Things disappear. Uh, a nine-person vessel that left from the Hamptons Road area in Virginia. Uh, another schooner in 1908. Uh, a few days later, seven persons gone. Uh, a schooner that vanished off the coast of Georgia was seven persons. Uh, a few months after that. But look at the year. Look at the 1908. year. 1908. Yeah, but pirates. You're in the 1908? Yeah. There's pirates today. 1908. There's pirates today. We, we fought. We fought a, a first world yep. war a few years after that. You remember the, the Somali pirates? They're still taking ships. Down okay. There. Okay, Captain Ron. I'm just saying. I'll be careful of the gorillas. Yeah, I'm just telling you. You're really? Captain Ron. Yeah, no, I don't know. But there are pirates okay. today. You know, not the yeah, not the South Park type where Cartman chose to find them, but there are really pirates out there. <clears throat> uh, schooners, 1900s, disappeared. December, December, 1909. 1910, we're starting to lose Navy ships out there. Tugboat, gone. Uh, vanished, vanished. Not, what do you call it? Sink. It's a sunk. It's a It's a sunk. Uh, steamship disappeared. Uh, disappeared, 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 disappeared. But you're right, some of the ones that are in here are kind of freaky. The ones that they find them empty. Yeah. Or they find them someplace they shouldn't freaking be. Right. Or someplace that they shouldn't have gotten there without being noticed before then. Um, the one that comes to mind is the. I'm going through papers right now. Uh, flight 19. Oh, this is like my JFK night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Hang on, everybody. Let me find that information for you. Um. While you're looking, I'll talk. So, right. as he's looking through this book, see, I look at it like this. The, the missing people off the ships, that's the coolest thing ever. And I, well, not the coolest thing, but uh, that's the one that impresses me the most. The missing ships and planes themselves don't. And I'll tell you why. Um, we send, literally every day, there's uh, Coast Guard ships that go through there. There are nuclear-powered submarines. There are destroyers, uh, cruisers, all kinds of our own Navy uh, shipping goes through there. We're talking millions and millions of tons of ships going through there every day. And uh, the percentage is no greater than any other part of the ocean when it comes to disappearances. And that, I'm pretty sure that's a fact. Um, so that's why I'm not impressed. But I am impressed by the ships that are shown when they're found floating. And there's nobody on board. There's no signs of struggle. Nothing is stolen. There's no bullet you know, holes. Uh, everybody's stuff is still where it was, you know, I mean, uh, packed. Uh, where would they had it in you know, drawers or whatever. The radio equipment all works. Um, that is all very impressive and very freaky. Um, I think, in those cases, they're being affected by aliens, personally, and not returning. That's what I think. That's my theory on that. So, the Mary Celeste. The Mary Celeste was the ship I was thinking of. And I found a snippet in there. It was supposed to be headed to Italy. Disappeared, shows up off the coast of Africa. No one on board. Huh. All personal possessions still there. Uh, no indication in the log that there was any problems. No lifeboats missing. 
Uh, nothing to indicate they hit into a storm. Um, just very bizarre. That's freaky. That nothing, hmm. nothing appeared out of the normal other than there were no people on board. People were on up. So, in a lot of the stuff, and that's as I as I read through a lot of the articles I was reading today, a lot of this people are going back now looking and say, well, you know, there was bad weather on that day, or you know, that area is prone to storms or tidal forces and things like that. It just seems odd that this up was you don't hear a lot. You know, and one of my favorite shows ever did an episode out of The Great American Hero. <laughs> okay. I love that show as a little kid. <coughs> uh, I was eight or nine years old. And uh, he never learned how to fly right, remember? And he, because he lost the instructions to the suit. Right, instructions yeah. to suit, yeah. Uh, but one of the episodes, they, they went to the Bermuda Triangle, and at the end, you know, they're on a ship, and he's looking out over the ocean, and he's like, I just wish I knew what the secret was, or whatever the fuck it was. It was the FBI agent guy. And then, who wasn't part of the team today? And then you, uh, at the very end, I remember arguing with my father and my older brothers who wanted to watch Deuce Hazard, was uh, you saw a, you know, like Godzilla head, you know, a dinosaur head pop out of the ocean. Right. And I'm like, oh, it's not over. But it, it was, the show was over. And I was all bummed out because I thought there would be more. I'm like, oh, he's going he's to fight a fucking dinosaur, you know. Was, you know, the, the Great American Heroes going to take out a dinosaur. That bummed me out. So you didn't have a fight with the dinosaur. It was just the end, like to keep you in your mind, like <gasps> you know, like right. there is something there, type of thing. Right. You know? Yeah. So they got to watch two times and I did that. Another great episode, Grand Mecha Hero, was when he had to travel to the other side to bring back a dead person. That. Oh, that's a great episode, dude. I found a portal in a haunted house. Ooh. Yes. That should bring up reality. I went to find an episode. I have the DVDs of seasons on. Somewhere around this house, I would find the seasons and let you borrow. There was a show. It might be at the bar. Might be at the bar. There was a show that was based on the Bermuda Triangle, and it was there's some kind of personal schooner yacht, whatever it was, and it got lost in this bank of fog and wound up on this island, and the island was basically this advanced civilization, but I can't remember what the end of the show was. It was uh, crazy. It was crazy stuff. Um, crazy movie. Blazing Saddles. One of the best movies ever. But that was all kind of the Bermuda Triangle thing. That this, this island of aliens were inside the Bermuda Triangle. And, you know. No, they probably are. It's probably a fucking face there, man. Yeah. Be honest with you. Well, that could be too. Uh, I'm pretty sure there is. Yeah. And that's sure. the alien bases sure. in the Bermuda Triangle? What's that? In the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, there could be an alien base. I'm sure there's bases all over the planet. Yeah. Right, just just scrounging through the DVD. Yeah, I'm scrounging my DVDs. Yeah, hey, nice. you're in review, room 102. Oh, that, that, that must be interesting. Oh. So anyway, so the Bermuda Triangle. Number two, um, field number four, holy the, six, seven. They don't talk about it much anymore, but maybe they should. So... Some of the other programs I was watching. We should do an entire show on Vander Holyfield someday. Who's oh, yeah. signed autographed pictures, though, by the way, in my bar. Best heavyweight champion. I've 
Teenage Mutant Turtles. No, nope, that's not it. Well, I don't know. I'll have to find him sometime down okay. at the bar. So, Atlanta are watching educational TV the other day before. And the first program was on Python's Eat the Man. Python actually ate a man. Yeah, okay. I cut it open and found a little Filipino guy. Huh. So, we watched that. And, but, but then the next show that came out was about the sun. Dark Side of the Sun, talking about sunspots and solar flares, things like that. And uh, just how devastating they can be. When it happens. What? Sunspots? Sunspots. Yeah, they can be bad, man. Yeah, knockout satellites, all kinds of bad shit can happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So apparently back in 18-something or other, just after the birth and the heyday of the telegraph, there was this solar eruption that just messed things up, melted, melted... Telegraph lines and things that run on batteries, even though they were unplugged, the battery kept charging. Electromagnetic pulse. Oh, yeah. Now, can you imagine that crap happening now? It would be a bad day. It would be a very bad day. <laughs> it would be a very bad day. Bad day. Bad day. Um, but they're building all kinds of, trying to get built uh, this observatory in Hawaii, at the highest point in Hawaii, that's basically a, a solar observatory. And they would track the sunspots and try to predict when one of these events would, would happen. But that's just crazy. Things we don't think about, things that we take for granted. Like if I was an alien, I would just figure out a way to generate a giant sunspot. Oh, they can do all that and shit. Done, and done, can, done, done. There's a great book I, re I read that. Uh, you know, this, this alien race, they were gigantic elephants, actually. It was kind of funny in that sense. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're like, why conquer the planet? We'll just throw an asteroid into it. <laughs> when the mess is cleaned up, we'll go down and take over. Genius. Great idea. Just reroute an asteroid in the planet. Not big enough to destroy the whole thing, but enough to knock out, you know, a large portion of the population to be done with it. We've got since you planned that, so it wouldn't work. I think we like to pretend we, got, we do. We got two military grade spatials in the way. Jesus Christopher, you in that goddamn movie. I never <laughs> watched that movie, it's so ridiculous. I refuse to watch it. I refuse to watch that movie. Armageddon? Yes. Refuse? I've never seen Great that movie. Nope. Oh my god. Nope. One of Bruce Willis's best. Won't watch it. Oh my god. It's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. Oh, you say it's ridiculous, but. Yeah. Truth, truth is stranger than fiction. <laughs> Just saying, we have plans. No, we, we have plans. Yeah, their plans is to dig in underground bunkers to live in. It's as their plan. Underground cities. No, 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 no. They're building giant arcs. We should. They're building giant arcs. We should do a show from a very high place. The Denver Airport. That's a creepy place. Yeah, it. it You've seen the pictures in that yeah, place? The marrows and all that shit? And the, the, the horse out front? And the, it's like the Satan capital or some yeah, shit. Yeah, something. Yeah, we should do a show on that. That'd be... I mean, who designs this shit? They went like... What was it? They went $10 billion over on budget? Where, where do you think... What do you think they spent that money on? There's a huge underground facility there. There's gotta be. Hey. You, really, you can see the satellite videos. you have any idea... That's what the go, cost of a virgin is nowadays. No, listen, listen. I did. I Especially watched, when you're going to sacrifice. I actually watched. I watched the videos 
of Google, right? They, mm-hmm. they show what's being built and where the dirt was going. The problem with that is the airport was finished, but the dirt piles kept getting higher. So these trucks are going all day long and dumping more earth. This went on for like five years. The airport's done. There's nothing else to dig. There's no more dirt to take away. The dirt's coming from somewhere. It's coming from that location and traveling up to where they're dumping the dirt and it keeps building. They built something underground there. There's something big there. All right, home damn city. Good land. Sasquatch bastards. <laughs> Denver of all places. <laughs> Sasquatch taking over Denver. <laughs> no shame ever. Yeah, yeah. Sasquatch. He's a Wookiee, by the way. Just a Wookiee, yeah. He's a Wookiee. Yeah. No, Chewbacca. <laughs> 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 Tanya, he's a wookie. Oh, yeah. Keep it up. For a lot of things. A lot of things. So where are we going Sunday? Is that state land we're on or is that private land? Or is that just well, we no will, land? Well, we will be on state land. We're on state land. Yep. And we're we'll, okay with that. Yeah, state land you can camp out uh, up to 14 days without a permit. I think after 14 days you need a permit. Um, or just stop for one day and come back. Simplistic, or move to another state forest. Mm-hmm. You know, really easy. Um, where all the Sasquatch activity mostly is is on the uh, it's state land, but it's protected state land. It's a wildlife refuge. Um, it takes a special permit to camp there, which I used to get easy, no problem. I call yeah. one day before, say, "Hey, I'm going to be there. Here's my plate number. No problem." And they would send it by email, and I'd go. For whatever reason. They stop doing that. You have to let them know two months in advance that you're going to be there on such and such date. And then you don't know if they approve it or not. They, all my requests to camp there in the past three years have been denied. Every single one. So, are you not allowed up there at all? Or just no, you can camp? go up there. You just can't camp. What's that about? I have no idea. I don't know what that's about. It's very spooky. Very creepy. That's where we found the footprints. That's where people see the Sasquatch. They heard a Sasquatch. That's there's something there. As long as tree structures, all kinds of stuff up there. That's where I had my you know, vocalization encounter. I never want to. No, I say, you know, here's a funny thing. Like, here I am doing these Bigfoot investigations. And you're all gun ho for it to happen. I didn't even see the damn thing. I just heard it. And it's put such a fear into me. It's like a primal fear. It's hard to explain to people. I had a fully loaded 16 game next to me. I was, I, I, I was scared of them. I, I, like, I'm, I was, I'm not going to be. Panic fear type of stuff was sitting in. Like, I gotta grab the kids and her and throw them in the truck. Get the fuck out of here if we're gonna die. You know, I'm mean, like that kind of fear. You know, what I mean, it was like this thing's a terrorist to fucking pieces. Whatever I have for a weapon, this would be wholly inefficient against this thing. I mean, that, that was going through my head. 16 gauge. That takes down grizzly bears. A 16 gauge can kill bears, big bears. Okay, it's a powerful weapon. Are there bears up there? Yes. 
That's why I have the 16 gauge here. It's just not to kill Sasquatch. We don't want to. We don't technically want to kill Sasquatch. Yeah, no, no. We're not hunting Sasquatch. No, we're not hunting Sasquatch. That's what we're looking for. And I keep saying over and over. The whole reason I'm armed, I don't want to become a toothpick for a black bear. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, long story short. But the primal fear, and I, I, here I am, though, I'm going on more investigations. I'm, I'm curious to see when, because I know it's going to happen again, I hear this thing, how I'm going to react. Now that I experienced it, now I digested that the thing is real, you know, in my mind, I've accepted it's real, I know it's real now. No more denying it. In my own mind, I don't, I'm not trying to prove it to anybody else, like your rat's ass by anybody else. I know, I proved it for myself. Now, if I see the thing or hear the thing again, how am I going to react? Is it, how do you think you're going to react? I, I, I would hope I would have a little bit more scientific approach to it this time. Like, holy shit, this means a lifetime thing again. Get the recorder, you know. Or if I see it, photograph, you know, that kind of shit. Or am I going to freeze like a little bitch? This shit my pants. What's going to happen? Northeastern squatchies are more vegetarian, right? <laughs> Even though we talk about the mean children. Well, the the photograph. Dude, I'm a meal. Trust, trust me. <laughs> I can feed a family of four other squatches. The, the photograph. They're looking at me and saying, "Buffet." The photographs I shared on my Bigfoot page mm-hmm. that was from uh, the deer north. Well, mid Pennsylvania area. The one the deer shoved in the tree. Yeah. Part. Yeah. Yeah, it was pleasant. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, for that. No hunter did that. You realize that, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not something a hunter does. You can see it was ripped in half. It wasn't it wasn't cut? No. It was ripped in half. Yeah. And there's no claw marks. There's no teeth mark from a bear or a wolf or anything of that nature. It was ripped in half. His head was shoved between two trees. <laughs> and the prints. I only put up one print. There's a ton of pictures of the prints for that thing around that. There. Big prints. What, what did I say? 18, 19 inches? Mm-hmm. Something like yeah, that? Yeah. Hey, I'm definitely intrigued about this. Just yeah. no, they're, no, they're meat eaters. They're not, they're not vegetarians. Definitely meat eaters. Okay. Good to know. The good news is, I think that the East Coast Bigfoot's a smaller one, 10 feet, maybe 11 at the most. It's the ones out west. That are the big bastards. 12, 13, there reports of 15, 16 feet. Can you imagine that? 16 foot fucking whatever in the woods. I don't know about you, I would piss and shit myself instantly. I'd be frozen with fear. You'd be piss and shit running all over the place. Yep. So what happened? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, this one guy, this is a great story. This guy wants to stay anonymous. Jeff stands a chance. So I'm telling you right now, I can't run. Oh, there's no, these things are faster. I can't run. So Jeff stands a chance. Because I got no choice but to stand my ground with this thing. <laughs> I don't think curling up in the ball is going to help. <laughs> I don't think I, I just. You're I don't, a donut I don't think, I don't think trying to make myself look as large as possible is going to help. <laughs> I am. Cocking back the bolt. And at some point, I'll tell him to stop. Freeze! 
I make you a shout and Wookie. <laughs> but if you don't stop, I, I, I'll bring my Bigfoot collar. Yeah, oh, that's a collar. I don't know if I want to call it. I want to call this thing in. No, we do. We want to call it. Do we want to call I'm gonna, it? I'm going to try and do Dude, some recordings for a sound blaster. So okay. Yeah. All right. Mm -hmm. I'm done. I can't run. I'm sitting on the ground. <clears throat> it's time to You got a chance. Go. I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a fight chance. No, don't take this the wrong way. I know people, first-hand witnesses. <clears throat> And I've heard stories from others, you know, directly from them, you know, that are, you know, sheriffs, you know, police officers. They encounter these things, and the fear is overwhelming. This is, and I can, I can attest to it because I've heard it. I didn't even see the thing, and just hearing the thing, well, shakes like the vibration of how powerful it was, shakes your body. You could feel it in your chest, and it was like a mile away. I mean, that's how. It's so hard to explain to people. And you're imagining in your mind what's making this noise. And you hear the coyotes hollering back. And you're like, what the fuck is that? You know, and it's just so powerful. You could take a hundred coyotes, put together, and make the kind of vibration and power this thing made. And then you have to imagine what that's coming from. What's that beast look like? How big is the chest cavity? Can you, I mean, I don't think you and I really visualize we're walking in the woods. You're what, by height, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're both, we're, we're right to the church. Right. And, okay, so we're, say, let's, we'll say we're 5'7", okay? <laughs> yeah, we'll say that. We're 5'7". We're 5'7". And, and we all of a sudden we come upon a 10-foot fucking creature, you know, that's 1,000 pounds, okay, bigger than any bodybuilder we've seen, makes you incredible hawk look a fucking midget. Or, <laughs> you, I don't know about you, I'm going to stand there with my mouth hitting the ground out of fear. I'm not going to be able to move. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to freeze fucking solid. I'm going to freeze. I know what's going to happen already. And if it's if it's violent, which I don't think it will be, if it's violent, I'm going to die and die quickly. Unpleasantly, but quickly. <laughs> oh, if it's violent. Yeah, if it's violent. I'm going to die unpleasantly. Um, I just don't see, and I've heard this from other people, they're like, you just don't, you can't comprehend in your mind when you see it. The idea of taking your cell phone out and taking a picture or... You know, oh, I'm not taking a picture. No, no, listen, no, I'm saying, you need to let me finish. Or taking my gun out of the holster or, you know, aiming my shotgun at it. It doesn't even register people's minds because, A, they can't compute what they're seeing in their mind because it's didn't exist to begin with because they've been brainwashed by society. Okay? The second thing is they're overwhelmed with fear because it doesn't register with anything they've ever seen or known. So I'm telling you. When the time comes, you're gonna cry. I'm, you, I'm, I'm not gonna fucking cry. I, I am leaving the passcode through the logic of my computer. I'm making my peace with God. <laughs> Someday will be a good day to die. Still but I need you before you start running like a little bitch. <laughs> click off a damn picture and then run. Because I'm gonna die to me for a reason. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be in any shape to run. I can tell you right now. I'm not going to run. I don't think it would kill us. I just don't think it's going to kill us. Okay, so. All right. Let's see what happens. I'm just telling you. I'm making my peace with God when I get up to the woods. Because <laughs> I know I I don't stand a chance. <laughs> Freezing's not an option. <laughs> I'm just saying. Which is why you don't want to be fucking with us on this trip. 
We're going to shoot and ask questions later. You're taller and furrier than me. You're going down. <laughs> well, if you get close enough. So we're gonna try and debate them. I'm gonna buy some apples and shit like that. Get some maxi, use maxi, use maxi pads for the scent. You know. that bring the bears in though? Use maxi pads? No, I don't think so. You don't think that bring the blood won't bring the bears in? No, no. Apples won't bring the bears in. It's more of the 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 scent, the hormones. I don't know bear. There's not a lot of bear up there. I don't. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. Just saying. Make her a nice coat for a second. Or a bear rug. I'm looking forward to them. We're joke we're we're laughing, we're joking because And you know here's I mean the there's a, there's a chance the scenarios could happen that we just talked about, but yeah. I'm not planning on it. We're gonna do our show. I'm gonna let the recorder run all night to see what I can pick up on it. Um I got trail cams I want to put out and see if they catch anything. I don't expect anything to come of it. I'm hoping to hear something. I'd like to hear what you heard that night. I guess I'd like to hear what you heard that night. But you're right, probably. No, I'm, I'm hoping other people hear that. I would probably be definitely making my, my peace with God at that moment. And decide. I don't want to be shocked if you heard it and, and it's not a, a knock against you and you yelled out the window, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm going back at the thing. <laughs> I'm going back at the thing. So. In the words of Arnold Schwarzenegger, you're one ugly mother. Yeah, so uh, I might. Because there's aliens out there too. I might bring And ghosts. Dogs. Just like sure. aliens, ghosts, and Bigfoot. Yeah. Something's getting shot while we're out there. Hopefully it's not one of us. So I'm not getting pro-blown out there either. Just telling you. Yeah, anal probe time. Here you go. I'm not standing to a job. <laughs> no, that's not the one. Anyways, so yeah, um, I'm going to have the EMF meter, and there's a lot of, they say there's a lot of electromagnetic activity out there sometimes. It'd be interesting. It'd be an interesting investigation from a, usually when I do paranormal stuff, it's just one thing. It's like either ghosts or, but I think there'd be a whole slew of things we could possibly well, across. Monday works better and gives us more time. I'm hoping that Monday, I have no problem with Monday. No, let's go up Sunday. Let's go up Sunday. Okay. And we'll get early evening into night and do what we gotta do. And then we'll play it by your Monday. Yeah. And then if we want to walk around a little bit and yeah. go places, we can do it Monday. Give us all day Monday to explore. Yeah, absolutely. That'd be fine. Okay. You know, so No, I'm good. That's no. I'll go home. I'll get home after my shift at the uh, casino. I'll get get a few hours sleep. Yeah. And, see, I'm not gonna sleep well anyways when I get there because I need my my breathing machine. I have sleep apnea. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have crappy sleep anyways. Right. That's why I say I, I'd be just inclined if it's not raining out. Right. To sleep in my, my big oversized camp chair, next to the, stand right. next to the fire. You know what I'm saying? I don't, it's, I it's really gonna be. Yeah. Make sure you have your stuff ready to go, like your camp chair you want to bring and shit. Like oh yeah. That, oh yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll have my, Take a snack. my go bag, my go bag ready. Yeah. I'll, I'll have a cooler. You know, I'll have ice in it. You know, okay. Drinks or anything. And what are we doing? Food? We're going to eat before we go off. Yeah, we're going to eat in, you know. And, uh, do oh, anything else? Food? Do you want to bring me? I don't know. What do you want to do? Uh, I have one of those uh, down here. If everyone put my shit away when I ask them, I can't do shit. And I have uh, the grills. Yeah, I got my 
Coleman Grill. Okay. You know, so we can bring that and eggs in the morning or something. Okay. Yeah. Beans. I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm really looking forward. Lamani's glad to see me going out with. Heather feels someone. the same way. Yeah. Because I don't socialize. Though. Yeah, Heather tells me I don't socialize. And I don't. I don't like people. Yeah, I don't as a like rule, I don't, I don't yeah, like people as a rule. I like to run money. people. Why would I go sit at a bar all night and drink and spend money? I don't get that. Why? I don't. That's not who no. I am. You know, it's just not. It doesn't mean very cool. Go up to this place. I was that person many years ago, but that's not me. Anymore. I like to keep the weather cooperates. Hang out around the campfire. Well, see here. On a Bigfoot investigation. Scrapped with weapons. I'm good. Okay. On a Bigfoot investigation, believe it or not. Muddy, rainy conditions, like the following day, aren't bad. And I'll tell you why. Because you can find prints easier that way. If it walks through a wet ground, it must yeah. be more ideal right. to track an animal than right. if it were in dry condition. So I don't want the rain at night when we're there, but if it rains the day before, that's fine by me. Yeah, that's true. You know, because I'm bringing our own firewood, so I like to really yeah. dry firewood. Yeah, so I got, I got my style. I got to order some, order some stuff, equipment. Mm -hmm. show. <laughs> yeah, new pair, new pair of camo pants. Yeah, yay! Got some headgear. Hey, hey, Jeff, Jeffy! I found a new piece of equipment at the river on the four wheeler. Which find? Uh, I found a uh, people were camp out and mm -hmm. fire pit. They were fishing apparently, and he left one of those headbands with the light on. Nice bright bucket one. Nice. Yeah, I grab that. Right now. Bring all the paranormal stuff with me, the cameras and stuff like that. I want to bring a good digital camera to get some big photos next day. Audio recorder is a big thing. Mine's ancient. I've got mine. I got mine that we're going to use for the program, and then I'll bring extra batteries for it. Doesn't doesn't need this to charge. So, and I tested it, and it'll work. It it doesn't sound any more tinier than it does like when we do it here. So, it'll, it'll sound about right. But it it can with a fresh battery. I may. I may have to get done doing our shit, put a fresh battery into it for the night, and we're just gonna let it run. Okay. I might record like 18 something hours, ridiculous amount of hours, so. So, just see if anything else, noises, capture something else in the world. Uh, maybe some of the trail cameras. I'm debating the dog thing. Which one? If to bring one, and which one? Okay. Um, Typhoon's a great guard dog. But we won't be asleep. But she picks up everything. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I know when to turn on my equipment to start listening. But she'll go out in the woods and I know she's listening for something. And she'll look in a certain direction. Great dark dog. Moonshine's very nervous. You know, but she doesn't freak out as much. A little better. Lacey will sleep for fucking anything. But it's just nice having the warm body in a tent next to me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Another reason I'm sleeping in the truck. <laughs> anyways. Let me call up with your Jeff, Jeff can cuddle with his dog. Anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, I am. I, I was at the Saturday. I was at the. It must have been Friday night at work. I don't know. One minute to work. Graves just ain't real busy. And I was just thinking, like, getting real excited about it, and thinking about it. So, yeah, I'm excited about doing this. This will be, be fun. Cool. Be different. Be fun. Yeah, I'm hoping to catch something. Something. Bigfoot, aliens, ghosts, something. There's a cemetery up there. Yes, there is. Again, That's and, uh, you know. Keegan may join us. I don't know yet. Okay. I mean, we're in the walk, too. Yeah. I mean, sure. 
You won't hear uh, anything else. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it sounds like Keegan might be a lot of fun on camping trips. Yeah. What I've heard lately. Is he still getting <clears throat> turned into the headmaster? Well, I actually made patrol leader. Well, you said that last yeah, week. Yeah, so. Kid, kid messing around and making patrol leader. Yeah. <laughs> Go figure. Yeah. Promote him. Promote him. <laughs> Promote him. <laughs> so, uh. So, yeah, so I'm excited to see yeah. What? I don't think you hugs him. I've just done it so many times. Well, yes. Yeah, so I used to exactly. go by myself. That's a little freaky. Oh, oh, no, no, I mean, it's a little freaky. Yeah, you want, you want someone to die Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. I did one of the best times I had, one of the worst times when I talked by Will and uh, Steve came. Well, yeah, please don't injure yourself. Do you have a first aid kit? I'll find something. Yeah. I'll grab one from the yeah. shop. But, uh, I think we got one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that part sucked, but yeah. having the camaraderie and people to kind of like investigate with me, that was fun. That was cool to have that you know, interaction. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah so. Yeah, it'll be interesting. We're not going to camp in the same spot, so this is very rugged. We have to park the truck with Twenty yards away, and there's a hike through the woods, and and really you know, down with that, yeah. So I got three other spots in my mind: what we could do, where we could go. Okay. So I'm looking at another one this Friday. The whole family's going up. We're gonna check it out that night. So Do you have walkies? <laughs> you should say that. I thought you said you did, but if not, I got some commercial grade. Oh no, walkie talkies that we can take. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. These are commercial grade, seven hundred dollar model a piece. Sorry about that. These puppies. No, we're not jacking deer up here. Is what you do retail yeah. operations. <laughs> they have okay. Awesome extended range and multiple sales. These are probably more than one thing. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. These are seven hundred dollars a piece. That's what I'm trying to work with. Um, what's your percent? Don't want to know how I got this. <laughs> joking, people, joking. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Got walking. Now it's gone. Alright, I don't know. I had a thought, it's gone. It's gone. Uh, 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 yeah, oh, oh, here's, oh look, no. here's my old. See, this is what I use for a recorder. That's old. It's got a cassette tape. Yeah, I know. That's what it uses. That's what I have. I'm old technology guy. Old technology. Great. Where the hell did this come from? There's a new device. I forgot I bought it. I forgot I bought it. Is it one of those Wonder Lanterns? It pulls apart. Yeah, it does. Oh shit, that's bright. Yeah. Look at that, huh? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I got lanterns. You got lanterns. Oh, lots of lanterns. Yeah. All over the place. Good kinds. Ones that have radios built into them. <laughs> Can I reach it? That's oh, that's what I was going to I know what it's going to ask. Now. Is there cell service up there? Yes and no. It depends on where you are. Right. Yeah, this has got a radio on it. It's got a spotlight. Look at that, huh? 
got that free at the Christmas party. Nice. I got a couple lamps like nice. this, you know, light up the, the campsite for us. So I have those. I'll buy some batteries, make sure I'm fully charged. Um, cell phone service. Where I camped last time, yes. What we're thinking about being this time? I don't know. I'm going to find out All when right. I go. I have camped at different spots in that area. Uh, one of the spots I camped at, at the bottom of the mountain, okay. in between the ravine, no cell service, but we're not going to camp there. We're not going to camp there. There's mm -hmm. a creek there, and it's very loud. Right, I'm just, you want to hear Saskatchewan. Okay, just, yeah. It's a beautiful spot. You know, if you're a couple, it's a great spot. There's women right there. Because oh. we might do some live, live video if we get cell service. Okay, we'll do that. Put it on our, let's talk about Facebook page. We'll do some Facebook streaming. And see I gotta get some cigars, which I have right here. They're ready to go. We'll bring some of those buttons on. Yeah. So we pooping in a bucket? Yes. Is that how that works? I'll, I'll bring a bucket. I, I encourage everyone to go poop. The night before, be before we go, uh, just get it out of your system. I'm probably regulate my diet a day or two before. But Saturday, you know, Monday morning when you get up, you definitely have to go. Most people do, so. I gotta make a list. Okay. Nice. I think, yeah, I'm just, I'm excited about this. Excited about it. See, because, like, the, the ghost hunting. We've yet to encounter, you know, where the ghost pushes you or materializes and tries to kill you or anything you see in the movies or Scooby-Doo or anything. There's no land developers out there. Because usually on Scooby-Doo, it's land developers that... Okay, so there won't be any. So, you know, when I go into paranormal stuff, I'm definitely, I'm skeptical, but it takes a lot to get me rattled in a paranormal investigation. Right. Because I know there's really probably nothing there that's really going to, doesn't hurt me. You know, I guess there's like a possibility, but there's not. I don't really think I'm going to die. Right. This is a little different. There's always that possibility. Plus, other things don't kill you out there. Okay. Bears. So yeah, I'm excited about this because there's, there is the potential for physical harm. Yeah. So this will be kind of this will be exciting because you never know what that crash and sound of the forces may not be a tree. All right. Even though you didn't see it, that may not be a tree. Or aliens. Aliens as well. Aliens. Screw the ray guns. Screw the ray guns are a thing. That happened. I'm still, but they're not. See, they're designed for energy weapons. So if the aliens have armor, it's designed to be an energy absorber. Right. So not not a shotgun, not a 308 uh, steel core <laughs> full metal jacket um, that will penetrate quarter inch steel. 
Battle for the Aliens. Did you see that new shotgun shell that's out there that has the 9mm bullet that projects out of it? It's called a slug. What are you talking about? No, no. It's a 9mm. It's an actual bullet. Not a slug. It's it's, it's different. It projects like a big... Not a slug. I know a slug is jackass. This is different. It's at the end of the shotgun shell. So the, the primary blast goes off and then it shoots this fucking... It's new. They're not trying to kill me already. That's looking cool, fuck. Okay, okay I'll have to look that up. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Wait, your scrubber doesn't sound new to me. No, it's not a shotgun fucking. Uh, I got a ton of them in my house. No, I get that. Right, I just like. I gotta get this So, 9mm. I'm, I'm, I'm using 9mm. Apparently, Jeff thinks we're still on the metric system. No, listen. So, 9mm is basically a 38 caliber bullet. Right. So you're saying it shoots out a 38 caliber bullet? Well, I'm using it as a reference. Okay. Um, it could be bigger. Like a 50 caliber? It could, I don't think it's Like a 12 gauge slug? Mm, it could be, could be. I don't Rifle know. Slug. Just look it up. Okay, I'll You know more about I'll that shit than I do. Look it up. Because my little derringer shoots something like that. Right. It shoots So this four. is this is two shots. This is two shots. So you have your primary at the end, mm -hmm. it comes out, and then the second shot follows. The, the second shot actually pushes it out, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. The exploding blast goes out, and then the second shot follows. Yeah, well, like I yeah. said, my, my derringer shoots its shell, the one I carry in there, primarily, is four triple-out buck slugs, balls. That's basically a 30... Two 32 ish caliber bullet and shoots four of those at one time. But I know what you're saying. I think I know what you're saying. Uh, I know what you're saying but... Oh, yeah, there's all kinds of shotgun shells you don't want to mess with. There's yeah. one, yeah, there's cool one that, that shoots two. I want to say they're double lot. Uh, they're big, big 40 cal ball that have a piano wire attached to them. So when it comes out, it's like a giant bolo <laughs> with piano wire. That's just going to slice through anything it hits. Wow. So even though you may get hit in two spots on your chest, the piano wire is going to keep going through and oh, shred yeah. everything in the middle. Wow. Uh, shotgun shells that are basically uh, just a giant flamethrower. See, people in America shouldn't have weapons like that. I don't know why we allow that. It doesn't make any sense to me. The only person was right, we should write the president. We, we should limit the second amendment. We should limit stuff like that. See, this is, this is we why. We should common sense laws. This, is, right. this is why. Oh, these people can't sit up to the U.S. military. Which, grand, if the U.S. military. And again, I'm arguing with this guy in the end too. About the U.S. military. And did I really think that the average system stood a chance? I'm like, it happens all the time. And insurgent armies are constantly giving us grief mm -hmm. all over the globe. And his response was, well, that's all over the globe. <laughs> and I'm like, so you mean to tell me that once they're on home soil, it's no holds bar, <laughs> kill everything? Well, yeah. Isn't that what the Civil War was? Like, no. Not really. <laughs> you know, so, you know. Um, as with so many things, 
conventional government, conventional people, uh, people that feel that they are the end-all, be-all authority, don't take into effect the depth and width and breadth of individuals to come up with new and creative ways to make things interesting. I don't think people where we get that. Just mm -hmm. All right, we're four minutes out. That's a whole other show talking about homegrown, yeah, homegrown stuff. Homegrown stuff that the government hasn't even thought of yet. Um, we want to thank Diversity Broadcasting. Oh Network. my God, we do. Renee and www.diversitybroadcastingnetwork.com. Uh, um, I want to thank the folks that check out our website. We get people all over the place. Um, Hey, um, do we know if Let's Talk Ghost has done any show yet? I have not seen anything on that. I will check, but I have not seen Deb and the crew post anything yet. Yeah, so, I well, I, so I don't know if they're just doing it on their site or if they're doing it through a podcast-type system. Yeah, but don't know. I don't know. I haven't looked at our website or, you know, mm -hmm. Diversity Broadcasting in a couple weeks of a busy other thing. Well, I don't think she's doing it through Diversity Broadcasting. Oh. I don't think it's there. Well, I haven't checked. I probably there might be, but I don't think I got. I almost get the feeling that they're just going to do, you know, kind of do what we're doing, mm -hmm. but then just put it directly on the site, oh, okay. like a like a like a uh, uh, like a blog. Mm. Maybe. I don't know if they got. I don't know. I don't know. Feature. I'm curious. I'm curious. You know, what they have to say. Curious here in the shows. No, I mean, they're I'm all good investigators in their own right. I they are all. Work, you know, so, I mean, they all have a lot of experience. And they do. That kind of field, so. so. All right. Uh, again, thank you, Renee. Thank you, Diverse Broadcasting. Uh, if you want to see or hear more with us, uh, we are at www.letstalkitall.com, and we are there. Sure. I got all the tech issues fixed. I had to call uh, GoDaddy and talk. They walked me through it. Actually, something I probably figured out eventually, but uh, we're good. Everything's directed back to the site where it's supposed to be. Uh, so we're good there, and hope to hope to hear from you. Tonight's been very interesting, and our next broadcast will be super super interesting because we'll be live 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 in the wilderness of wilderness of, of central New York and. State land that may also be home to E.T., Bigfoot, and some ghosts. Okay. Ghosts. Oh, well, there are wolves up there. There are wolves. Wolves could be. I don't know, man. Okay, wolf, wolf problems? Like how I don't think there's any wolves up there. Is there a full moon? There's wolves in Catskills again. There is. There is. Um, so we're looking forward to it. So next week, uh, we're going live. It will be an interesting evening uh the show may start and stop and start and stop again we'll have to piece it together yep. put the best of the whole time we're there and uh looking forward to it so until then be safe and don't believe everything you see here deep state tell you one thing and tell you it's not 
It's not a cage if they're in, kids are in it. It's called a playpen. I get a thumbs up from Jeff. That means we're good to go. Folks, every night from all of us at letstalkitall.com. Hasta la vista, baby.